Hello everyone, welcome to the Simply Nikki Show. In today's episode, I'm going to be reviewing the hit Netflix TV series called Squid Game. When I tell you this show was so mind-blowing, this is the most watched, the most viewed, and the most talked about show on Netflix so far for this year. That people even worn costumes that was from the Squid Game show for Halloween. They even came up with their own cryptocurrency in the name of Squid Game and so much more. So I'm going to break down my overall views of the show and break down the episodes and give my analysis and connect the dots that you guys may not have known and so much more. So sit back, relax, and enjoy this episode and please share if you like. So yeah, I'm going to just jump right on in and get my thoughts on this show. This show was so mind-blowing. When I tell you I was on the edge of my seat and every time each episode came on and kept going, I was just cringing and indulging into what was going to happen next because there was so many twists and turns that I felt like I was one of the contestants. I was like, ooh, I couldn't do that. Or why did that person do that? You know, it's like it made you talk and had conversation with the tv you know what i mean like i was just like what is happening like what made somebody just sit down and write stuff like this like i like action and thrill and, and all this stuff and psychological you know indulgence stuff but some things is just like oh what's happening here some things could be good to watch some things be like okay this is just too gruesome okay but it was it was intriguing my mind to want to keep knowing the plots and twists to the show and what was going to happen next. I just kept watching it. Even though people say that it was gruesome, it was all of these things, it was still very binge-watching to want to know what was going to happen next. And it definitely had you at the edge of your seat. When I tell you, each detail they have put in the show was so strategic. And the color schemes, the costumes the the sound effects brilliant okay just brilliant and it made you want to keep watching it regardless of how you may have felt about it or made you cringe you know and this show shows how poverty and debt is a big thing driving the contestants which was based in South Korea, to participate in these games to win a huge cash prize that will reveal them from their debt, but at a huge cost and price. Okay, it reminds me of the show Hunger Games and the TV show The 100, if nobody watched on the CW Network channel. It was so detailed that it's like, ooh, it makes you wonder, will these games be the way to end our day in the U- USA, especially here in America, with so many people owing a ton of money on their student loan debts? It's a question we need to think about. Because these creators don't just be writing stuff, just be writing, right? It's like, it, it made me think like, no, you, you, you create stuff to, to warn us or something. On what's to come. So yeah indulge and binge watch it. And talk about the show. But I'm looking at it on a different level. I don't want to be doing no stuff like that. Okay. Can we just do the normal way. Of paying some off. Because the fact that we even. That the contestants in the show. Had billions and millions of dollars in debt. It's like hold up. 
when we start owing that much, the people were so young. It went it went to all age groups. Why do somebody in your country, your society even have to owe that much and they even lived yet? What billions of dollars? One of the friends that were that was a graduate of a university in South Korea. He owed billions of dollars. And his friend was looking at him for 56. Was like, because I'm not going to mess up anybody's name. Because I'm going to be respectful. I just do numbers, okay, from they, they shirts. And it was just like, he was like, but you, you the top of your class. You graduate with all this, you know, credentials stuff. How you going to owe that much? That goes to show you just because... You may think you know somebody. You don't know somebody fully. So don't judge somebody. Okay? And a lot of times people don't tell you what's going on in their business. Because a lot of people be nosy. Some things just to themselves. They don't want to share it. They're just because they don't want to share it. And when you're known around your community as this top elite student. And oh my gosh, you're, the, you're coming. You're about to get out of poverty and stuff. And every time somebody see you, they keep reminding you of your accomplishment, even though you going through hell, it's like, why y'all keep reminding me that? So, of course, he ain't going to tell his friend, you know? And it just kept making me think, like, the sacrifice. Every time they did a game and some they shoot somebody or kill somebody, that was it was reminding me of a sacrifice. When somebody gone, no matter what connection you got with them, whatever bond you had made with them on this contest or the games, it was like, oh, well, move on because we need to get to this cash prize. And the amount of more people that lose their life, the closer the person a chance, person chance get to win the money. It also reminds me with this show, Squid Game, capitalism is a point throughout the show and how it shows us the us versus them which are the elites as the puppet elites were in the top room with the wine when they was doing the game uh, with the glass so you step on a certain glass and if you step on the right one it'll it won't break but if you step on the wrong one you're just gonna break through and fall and kill yourself Remember that part when they was in that top room, looked like they was in this, you know, this secluded room where they had different uh, investors that was watching the game. And they had betted money on each individual on who was going to win. It reminded me how how the room and section was representing each player, which was the puppets with the masks on, and how the power investors character and whether one was in a cheetah print type of style on the couch and then another person had a different style and color to they they scheme when they were sitting there watching the contestants play the game on the big screen it represented each person personality in the form of animal prints and colors which was Weird to me, but it made sense. It reminds me how the elites do. Like when you go to a baseball game and you see the the skybox and they seclude the big name celebrities and power players, you know, betting on your life. It also entailed 
how strategic the creator was with the colors, the patterns, and with the structures, the way the structure of the game was, were all in the liking and gearing to the mind of the child in their upbringings. Every game they had played to get through the game, to get to the finish line to win the cash prize, was what? Child-like games that we all played growing up. Red light, green light, tug of war, etc. It's like, like how you gonna just turn children games like that to just gruesome death and set it off type version? You know, that goes into my next point, how a lot of things in today's society where in the entertainment industry in Hollywood, such as Disney Channel, Disney World, and Disneyland, the theme parks are all geared to the innocent man of the children. And I know y'all going to be like, oh, gosh, don't don't ruin my childhood. And nobody ruin your childhood. I'm just being honest. Okay, truth will set all of us free. It's all right if you still want to watch it. I'm just telling you they do certain things to lock you in that childlike mentality. You know, and the more the industry of the masters at play use these type of imageries, because as you know, when they was going to different rooms to go to certain games, it was like bright colors. Makes you think of going into children like rooms, right? Those bright colors will attract the mind of the child. It'll make them focus on it, you know what I mean? And it shows how the more the industry of the mass that play uses these type of imageries, gears towards children, that they are trying to manipulate and tap into the innocence of the child's spirit to teach them the dark and evil ways of the world. That's what Squid Game was reminding me of. And that is that is why it's important we don't just see things for what it is. That's why I'm telling you I'm going to break down points and analysis of the Squid Game show that and connect the dots that y'all may not have thought of until now. And me doing this review is just to make you think. Don't feel bad for watching the show. I love reading and Watching things that teach me something, okay? We must go beneath and behind the green screen because they try to hide it. But you must pull back the layers. A lot of things, such as these shows that we look at, we look at them in different ways. And as I was sitting here watching Squid Game and went through how they were put on screen and how it took the creator of the Squid Game show 10 years as he was working on the show until someone picked it up like Netflix and how he got until he got the material he needed it also reminds me that if it weren't for the technology the CGI's that he used to create you know the scenery of each game the way he had it set up that's why I feel like it added more of a bringing of life and making it so realistic with the show because of the technology. And mind you, they had to play these child games. Tempting prize awaits with deadly high stakes. They... 
whoever was going to win was going to win a huge sum of $45.6 billion. So when you look to that, you constantly think as a contestant, I have to do whatever I have to do to get to that bowl and cash your money by any means necessary. Because when you put poverty, capitalism, and debt, and pain, and suffering on people, that tends to make the mind psychologically do whatever. That may be deadly, that may be whatever, you know what I mean? And when you do that, you're basically, you have to manipulate the mind to say, I know you love this person that's behind you, but don't how you gonna put don't you wanna live? Don't you wanna live a lavish life? It's almost telling to how this society we live in does. Yeah, we watch the family game shows with family feud and all this stuff, but you have to do certain takes to get to the next level, right? But see, Squid Game just adding more other stuff to it. Guns and and others violent things. <laughs> so it's like if you ain't really good at these games, you might as well just don't even try at this point. So they the first game they had was Red Light Green Light. That was episode one, which entails them hoping to win easy money. A broken, desperate Jihan agrees to take part in a game. Not long into the first round, unforeseen horrors unfold. And I tell you, I was not prepared for that first episode. I said, hold up. I was like, okay, we just going to, you know, freeze. Red light, you know, stop with some, you know, Simon Says type stuff. That lady, little big old doll head, um, lady turned around. And she was looking with her eye, like, with the, you know, the robot thing. And I'm like, okay, she's just looking. I ain't know she was just gonna start shooting people. <laughs> I said, "What in the heck is going on? This some different stuff. So childlike games, so a whole different level, okay? And you know, some people got shy. You had to be still, and it was just gruesome. How people just dropping like flat, bam, bam, bam. You know what I mean? Just crazy. Why everybody want to mess up childhood memories and stuff? And make stuff gruesome. But I always want to tell children to be a child and, and stay in the child's place. When we trying to, when they trying to be a child, y'all always want to be make them be an adult. And then you got a squid game and all this other stuff. Stop trying to take the innocence of the child like man. So episode two was called Hell. That's exactly what it was. They had to split. On whether to continue or quit. Because after that that first game. Everybody was like. All the contestants were like. Oh heck no. We need to rethink this. This ain't what we asked for. We just think we're going to play a couple games. Get this over with. Boom bam. We didn't know we was going to die. It's People's lives going to be taken. So they was over there. Arguing like okay. You know. Press X. If you don't don't want to play no more. Press green. If you do. You're going to which side. And everybody was okay. Uh, they was like, okay, you're going to go back to your original lives and be poor and being dead and have to do whatever to get it. 
They said, okay, we got to rethink this. Matter of fact, we're going to stay here and we got to make some strategic plans. Okay? But their realities in the outside world may prove to be just that as unforgiving as the game. So do you want to go into the unforgiving real world or you want to play in the game so you can get this cash prize? Mind tricks. Jedi mind tricks, people. That's exactly what the people is doing. So, game two. The man with the umbrella. That was episode three. A few players enter the next round, which promises equal doses of sweet and deadly with hidden advantages. And then the police officer man tried to sneak his way in. He was getting on my nerves. I'm like, uh, you going to get caught, sir. So he dressed up like one of the Squid Game security people with the pink suit. And I just, I was, first I was like, why they got this mask on? Me being this pandemic, I guess I'm just tired of people having masks on. So <laughs> I'm just like, unveil yourself. And then when the head person in charge of the game came with the gold mask on, I was like, what type of stuff is this? Okay, it was gruesome. It was very gruesome. So I was just, you know, hoping that the police officer, I'm just like, he gonna get caught. So they go to stick to the game episode four. As alliances form among the players, no one is safe in the dorm after lights out. This one, a riot broke out. Okay. It was terrible. Like, people was fighting against each other, killing each other, trying to... I don't understand the reason of that. But it was just, whatever game we give you, whoever survived, good, whoever don't fast. So they was doing every little thing, right, to make it be the only one person to win the cash prize. But I was like, dang. You know what I mean? So they they was just going like I said they had tug of war they had the glass break they was doing a little um crossing out of the shapes and stuff and they had to do the marble game marble game where you had a certain amount of marbles and if the person guessed how many marbles you have in your hand and they keep collecting and collecting whoever got the most at the end win and somebody got to get shot by the security person it was a lot, okay, and it was just basically, again, showing me the desperation, the poverty, how you can try, you can, you put people in these neighborhoods and these communities and make them so low and, and so in, in hopeful, I mean, hopeless, to the point they would do and sign up for stuff like this. Like gang related violence, drug dealing, whatever. Again, it makes me wonder, are some games or something going to be coming like that in the near future? I ain't participate, okay? Capitalism. The hidden messages of how they was doing the color schemes, how the creator of the show had the color schemes. Every little detail he was very strategic on. It will keep you 
entertained. It will keep you in a trance. And we need to understand that we that looking at dark stuff like this does stuff to your mind and spirit. So please cleanse yourself spiritually. And the guy, 456, he won the game. And the elderly man, he was like on his hospital bed. And he made it out some way. And they, the guy thought he died and he didn't. And he was the one that created the game all this all along and he knew this game because he was a creator of it. It was so many twists and turns. In closing on my thoughts of this, now that the creator of the Squid Game show stayed says that there is a season two in the works after high ratings and longevity after all the talks of the show. It makes me wonder why all the dark and violent and crime themes of shows like Squid Game and movies that play on our vulnerability and our spirits get the most pushed into the mainstream to be seen as a must-watch and see. Again, we're in a world and society where gruesome, dark things is in the mainstream. It's in that is being pushed within the entertainment industry, the music industry. The child TV shows everywhere. It's like Halloween 365 days out the year. It was like, okay, you know, you watch your little Halloween movies during Halloween, but then it's time to be jolly or something. But now it's like everything dark every day, every week, every month, every year. And you cannot take that over and over again. It does stuff to your mind. It's making all of us dark. So just be mindful, you know, because, you know, your girl going to give you some, some mental health stuff, too, as well. So be mindful about all this dark stuff we watch because it does stuff to your spirit and your mind. And you don't want to go down that hole of darkness, you know. So. Those are my thoughts of this show. Just stay alert. You know, you could watch things, but be mindful what you indulge. Because there's so many messages and hidden things that you don't see that are so telling that makes you be like, wait, I, I forgot that or I missed it. That's why you got me to tell you and break it down. So we went over a lot of things today. Please share. This episode for anybody who want to just hear my breakdown. I know I did not talk about every single character because I just forgot their numbers and I'm not going to mess up their names. But if you know, you know. And if you watch it and watched it, just know it's a season two. But it's very telling what this season two is going to be. Because honestly... This needs to be a certain age group that watch stuff like this. Shouldn't be no children, okay? But again, y'all gonna do what y'all wanna do. <laughs> but I'm just here to tell you my thoughts. So, thank you for staying after the episode and hearing my thoughts of the show overall. And 
Also have conversations about hidden things that you didn't see in the show, you know. And please share with your family and friends this episode on my review of Squid Game and so much more. Please stay tuned for more episodes every Sunday I give because I'm about to drop episodes like it's Christmas around here. And no, I am not Santa, but your girl is about to bless you, okay? So stay tuned for more episodes every Sunday. Please share if you like with everybody around the globe thank you for tuning in and continue to listen to me because i work hard on these episodes to get to you guys follow me on my social media platforms on instagram and facebook at simply nikki podcast that's s-i-m-p-l-y-n-i-c-k-i-e podcast you can also find me on google by searching simply nikki podcast to find me on Anchor FM, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, and so much more. And I apologize. Follow me on Instagram and Facebook at Nikki Podcast, N-I-C-K-I-E Podcast. That's all together. And please stay tuned for more because you don't want to miss it.